Beloved! This is the Culture and Camaraderie Podcast, the most thought-provoking, introspective, industrious creative discussion with magic wow, For the random deer. <laughs> I am the big deed. David Deej, mastermind of the 20s. The Black Renaissance done! Okay? I've been telling you guys. Best to remember. I've been telling you. Get your business in order these next two years. Because we're going to have to make a movement. The renaissance is upon us. The renaissance will be televised. Um, from nytypical.net. <laughs> Here up Black Terror for all your production needs. On all of your satellite waves. Your hair, everything. Your hair. Sway Temple. Temple, Temple. <laughs> Alright, yeah, let's start the podcast, man. Renaissance Deech. First things first. Anyways. Yeah, I don't know, fam. Yeah, I already know. <clears throat> All you scared to death Negroes. <laughs> don't you come out to defend our enemy. Sit down. Don't you come out. Preach Yo Preach <laughs> Oh my gosh man Yo Shut up Tell your master to come out And deal with this I'm being so fucking dead ass right now I don't like Through all my sarcastic demeanour I'm being So honest Yo, do you know there's this um, online comedian, Desi Banks, yeah? Let me even send you the thing. There's Desi this Banks. online comedian called Desi Banks, right? Yeah. He, um... Wait, relax, man. My phone was moving mad. So, basically, he made this post, right? He made this post about, um, this is a protest and this is a crime, right? Let me quickly find it for you. But in the midst of all that, Branham, he lost 500,000 followers. What, this Desi Banks guy? In the days. Yeah. He lost 500,000 followers. Wow. He was truly cancelled. The link to the... I, like I was following him as well Like days before he posted I'm that be I just started that. following him <laughs> Like And yeah bruv Honestly To to All the 5 people listening right And the 500,000 people That are going to be listening In the future right I wish I, I truly wish, yeah, that I could ban her. And I probably will. But in, in, in a genuine sense, this ain't that podcast, okay? <laughs> that's, that's not this podcast, wow. man. I'm a serious Donny wow. 99% of the time, right? And I do this podcast for fun with my brownie. I call him my brownie. 
come here every week we rap for about 90 minutes and we off that's probably gonna be the longest podcast we've had since the early days of the podcast <sighs> but yes like i said don't you come out to defend our enemy Man, i can't get to the video sit still. down shut up and tell your master to come deal with this honestly because i know a lot of these people right on a genuine basis if you don't know what to say don't say shit this is not your time we don't need anybody out here chatting shit while people are scared and while people don't want to die and more importantly want to live a normal day-to-day life fam Shaking my Bruv, head. Shaking I don't want to wake up and see people get beat up by police. I promise you, yeah. For as as revolutionary as I am, that has never been something that I wanted to see. Mm-hmm. But this is the life that we live. I've been an adult through all of the riots since the Compton Watts riots. And I remember every single one. So, yeah. If you ain't, <laughs> I didn't say you should back it. <laughs> I didn't say you should back it, fam. But don't come out and chat shit, fam, because now is not your time. Anyway, Tyler, what are you saying? Sad. It's saddery, bro. It's saddery. It's a sad time. There's a lot going on. This is completely taken. Well, for me anyway, I. I remember sitting thinking like, whoa, I've spent all day yesterday just looking at everything, just seeing what's going on. Yeah, man, it's just, it's mad sad. That's all I can say, bro. And it's bro, just time, you know? This it's- has been a, a dark keys, like, chord progression. All I've been thinking about, like, and this is why I listen to Mozart, because like, if anyone knows the Requiem for what it is and Lacrimosa and Benedictos, that is that is what this is right now. And even though Benedictos is a prayer, it, it, for the most part, it's kind of like, you know what I mean? It's, it's part of a Requiem. And everybody knows what a Requiem is. It's like a death signal almost. <sighs> It's long, you know. Do you know what, yeah? It's actually fucking long. Because genuinely, yeah, I don't have, like, the eloquent words to put. Like, some, a string of, like, a soliloquy together. I don't. I'm not a miracle worker. This is fucked, bro. Anyways... I'm just not in the mood, fam. Yeah, it's one of those days. I've I've never been in the mood for this. And like, for all the people that I've punched and I've slapped for saying the N-word, because you ain't know what it means. Yeah. You don't know what it comes with. And all of this stuff. All of them people look like clowns And all the people that I've called out. All of them people look like clowns. I don't care if you think you're not racist. This is the time to show you're not racist. All of them people are clowns, bro. Like I said, don't you come out to defend our enemies. 
clowns right like now. yeah i'm i'm really with the shits like no. <laughs> <laughs> if you ain't about it about it fam. <laughs> you against it against it serious anyways <laughs> let's talk about the jordan <laughs> The preface, oh, that's fam. the energy though. For real. Because if you energy. like cause you're just gonna make me go on and on, fam. I don't wanna I wanna go yeah. on and on and on. Okay. This ain't a Eric Bardu song. Let's let's tuck that away for now anyway. Um Yeah, Jordan Doc. It's 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 insane because I was talking about it on the phone and my dad was saying we gotta watch it when we get the chance. Um and he was saying at that time if you was a sportsman or into sports at all no matter what sport you was in no matter what what sport you liked or whatever he was the greatest sportsman to ever do it he was saying at that time everyone's he's just the best he's just the best He's the epitome of of sports. And it's so funny because when you look at that time, you can watch it in a documentary and it's awe-inspiring. But it's only... I can only imagine what it must have been like at the time. And I'm not even into basketball like that. But... Yeah, there's just... Because when you look at the way he operates in the team, you get inspired in a way it's like, yo, he's really like giving it energy, energy. But it's so funny because at that time, taking away all these ways that people talk now of like, you got to think like this. you got all these self-help books that everyone says. you got to think like this, all this motivational shit. This was before all that. This was before all that existed. So everyone's looking at that like he's a bully, like he's this, like he's that. When he's just got this focus, it's, it's just about winning. It's just about achieving and succeeding and doing everything possible that was needed to, that needed to be done to win yeah man that was it it don't mean a thing without the exactly ring, but it's, it was more than just that because it was like you know at that time there was a time where it's like he wanted to be the best right but to have the self-awareness to be able to understand and to be able to be dynamic enough to change his strategy when it needed to happen. Like, when Phil Jackson showed him the importance of how his team can help him win other than him just being the the stallion that just tears through the teams, what it actually means to have your teammates help you. And it's so interesting because there was almost a ritual you had to go through on that team of where you needed to prove yourself before Michael was going to let you come into the plays like that or give you a chance to prove yourself, you know? Yeah. It, that, like, there's just so many little bits, but it's like those, those kind of things were the highlights for me, you know? Like, just seeing the way... Seeing the difference between in the perspective that it is now and from back then and just imagining that the way he thinks and the way he operates and I think the biggest thing is how present he was like 
why am I going to be scared of a shot that I haven't taken yet? Bars. Like, he sees everything through basketball, bro. This is the wildest thing, yeah, because, like, unless you have, like, a craft, <laughs> unless you have, like, a craft that you are really, really for, you are probably not going to understand it because, like, I think about everything in art terms and, obviously, like, I operate in the way where it's, like, I care about all art forms like not one particular craft is um is beyond my reach basically so when I'm plus like with like with us it's like storytelling like as long as we can thread a story through yeah. it yeah. it can work and something can happen and that's how it's always been for me it's like um I've always cared so much about story that I've never wanted to be like shackled by the the medium by the craft that by I'm working medium. on. Now that doesn't mean that I shouldn't have like a craft that I'm perfecting, but when it comes down to it however perfect you are because you remember when he was playing in the mm-hmm. A's, yeah? He was the best singularly. Yeah, the singularly. no one was even close. He was yeah, the best. No one was even close. Like he he performed at the highest peak. However, he could not beat Detroit. He could not beat Detroit till everybody came together, pumped those weights, got bigger, and decided to play at a level where they attacked as a unit. And this is one of those things, yeah, where like a lot of people aren't gonna understand unless you're put in that mm. predicament. Where it's like it's game time. It's game time. As as much as much yeah, as you want to have something great and be in the box and all of this, all of these jagons, right? There are just some people that you're gonna have to push over the edge because they're just not built the same. A lot of people aren't built for greatness. However, you have to work as a team and you have to put your arm around certain people and drag them across the finish line. Mm. <laughs> this is this is the thing about working in a company that isn't, or even as a, in an organization that isn't in a growth stage, right? Because a lot of us can look at Nike and can look at um, Adidas and can look at Apple and think, Oh yeah, these are the biggest brands in the world, and they're and they're all this and they're all of that and like and Coca Cola and all of this stuff. But I promise you, yeah, everybody had more than one job in those organizations in the beginning. Mm-hmm. That like there were functions in the beginning that weren't <laughs> that didn't exist until they made them. And yeah, like all I'm saying is like when it comes down to it as as an art form or even as an artist or a participant in greatness some people can't see it some people can't see the end until it happens mm-hmm. now it, <laughs> see the the maddest thing about that is like i don't think everyone is meant to either what's what's the 
What's the GM's? What's that GM's uh, name? Jerry Krause. Jerry Krause said um, players. Yeah, like he was right in that. Wait, what did he say? What did he say? He did not. He said um, players don't win championships. Organizations do. So. There's a cooperation that happens between everybody that is part of something, right? And you need everyone to work towards a singular goal. You need everyone to work towards a singular goal. And some people can't even see the goal until it until you're there. And so like Yeah, when I when I when I just um like when I look at it it's like some people want to take credit before it's re- before the credit is ready to come out the oven. Mm. Like you want to taste the stew before it's fully cooked. <laughs> you want- <laughs> fam, if you take the chicken out too early, fam, you're gonna you might catch something. <laughs> you're gonna get the runs. The roni. You feel man. me? So, and that's low key what happened in the end. Like, although Jerry Krause put all of those pieces together, he needed to find a way to sustain it. So the way that he ended it with Phil Jackson, the way that he ended it with Scotty Pippen, and like Michael was the only one that was able to see, look, all of these people are the people that are going to continue to help me win championships. Regardless of all of the press that's happening around me, regardless Mm -hmm. of what everybody's saying, I like and I'm enamored by all of these people that are working with me to win. And you need to be part of that too. Now, is Michael an arsehole? Yes. Like, he's he's quite magnanimous in Mm. that regard. However, did he understand what it took? Yes. There's two people in that organization that... Mm were cornerstones it's interesting it Jerry though, because it's so Michael funny because when people say he did he, did he need to be like, like the way he was oh god sorry it went crazy pardon i was because um i just didn't hear you speaking but um it's funny because with hindsight hindsight is 2020 isn't it it's like you can look back and go oh now it all makes sense but at the time people are just like there is a better way you can do this when it's funny because the way he saw it was as if it was a war. They even said that a million times. It's like, it is a war. This is what it is. We're going into battle. It's a war. And there's a certain way you need to approach. Destroy the enemy. That is the aim. To just crush the enemy. That is it. Singularly. And there needs to be a certain way you're approaching that. No matter where you are in a game, no matter what point you're at, whether you're 10 down, 13 down or whatever, you need to be able to operate in the exact same way as if you was ahead or the game has just started. Yeah. So, you know like, what I mean? It looks like he's being a... There's there's one goal. There's one goal that takes a lot of people. But you have one job. Like every day you have one mm. job. And you gotta show up you for that do job your thing. every single day that you are called to exactly. action. I said you gotta huh? do your thing. 
Yeah. And a lot of people um, <laughs> a lot of people don't see that and like this is this is why um we've had those conversations lately as like if somebody great was in front of you right now, would you mm. be able to tell? Like, cause I've I've literally been asking this question since before the Jordan doc here, but like to everyone that's in an art repertoire and understanding like, yo, there are things in the production of great art that need to be shown. Like, and everybody wants to work on their own. Everybody wants to be that single mm. entity that brings like greatness to themselves. When in actuality, it's an organization, it's a group mm. of people that work for the greatness of a, of that singular goal. Now, are you working for the art or are you working for yourself to make money? And this is the difference, like, because now in the time that we're in, yeah, all that bullshit of, like, making money and making records and all of this stuff, like, nobody's trying to play all of those rubbish tunes, fam. Nobody's trying to play all of those jams, quote-unquote. Nobody's trying mm. to, like, those don't, that's nice have when the vibes. Fluffy, Those it? aren't the vibes that's right nice now. That's when everything's fluffy. When everything's fluffy and trucking along. Yeah, when everything's fluffy and all of this stuff yeah. and like, no, we are in the midst of a renaissance. This isn't even the storm, which is the funny part. This is the calm before the storm. And there's many, many people that have to be a part of one thing like when i say black renaissance it's like <laughs> it's so funny like when when i talk to people about this and like when i talk to people about understanding you need to be able to have your eyes and your mind open to see what greatness is because when it comes to you and it will it will always come to you in the in the midst of a person or an idea you need to be able to take hold of it and one well maybe bring it to me <laughs> first of all but <laughs> like you have to, or you have to be able to use it to the best mm. of your ability you have to be able to put it up to the best of your ability because i don't i don't um i'm not slave to a singular idea i don't i don't care about singular ideas singular ideals there is a thing that needs to happen there is one thing that needs to happen and whatever it takes yeah and there are people that need to act on yeah. that one thing and the whole organization that i'm building whether we have a company banner or not it's to make sure that we create the greatest things possible because yeah i want us to be the greatest generation possible that is that is it i'm not trying to make us the most paid most like like made the, made the most companies made mo the people the most money all, like, just a no, generation this, that fulfills this their is potential. about being this is about elevating yeah. everything that we have ever done and destroying the things that have made us weak in a certain mm -hmm. sort sensibilities like we <laughs> yeah just look at the climate right now and understand the climate and yeah some people sometimes your bullshit isn't isn't what's necessary 
the who, the what, and all of that stuff. Like, yeah, nobody's trying to hear you, fam. Like right now, you need to be able to be prepared for every situation, and some some people aren't ready for that. Like, and yeah, you gotta be like, <laughs> cause yeah, I deep, I deep, I deep hear yeah, that. Uh, I come off as an asshole, but end of the day, I've been trying to make us the greatest. That's it. Straight up and down. Damn. This is the energy. This is the energy of episode 48. Oh, this is them talks. You understand? Yeah, man. Like, what's what's on some next year? What's on some next year? But it was a good doc, though, regardless. Well made. Told the story perfectly. I said Pardon? it was a well-made doc. The doc was well-made. Told yeah. the story perfectly, in my opinion. Um, yeah, just had all the right pieces, all the right people involved. Just where it focused on. It transported you, bruv. Yeah, man. Taught the right lessons. All right. I want to I wanna take it back. I want to take it back to the OG podcast yeah. ways, yeah where we would talk about certain types of work because you and I have embarked on the journey of creativity yep. again. And you don't know it. Yeah. Done. Yeah, I'm just let's talk about let's talk yeah, about yeah, it. Yeah. So basically for all of you that don't know, it, um Tyler and I um have put in the energy to bring ourselves back to our former greatness now that um our minds are right well yeah i was literally just about to say won't go that far my mind ain't right but to her this is this is the thing about having a craft whether your mind is in it or not you have to work towards And that is why the Jordan documentary was important to us. But yeah, we know that working towards this craft is so important to us. It's actually quite near and dear to our hearts. And being able to communicate with your hands to make a product is a big, it's a big, big deal. So yeah, let's talk about well. Just getting back to back back on my square, you know what I mean? Back to yeah, the basics. Man. Like me and Tyler are actually starting yeah, from zero. Yeah, it's a bit mad. We're properly starting from zero. But it's it's coming back though. It's coming. Yeah, it's, it's, all of those I can head feel movements. it. The rust is shaking off. I'm like, ooh. But um, <laughs> I'm focusing on for me because look, drawing. I've drawn since I was like. Like properly where I was like, okay, I'm going to get good at this shit. Like I remember that time when I was like, okay, I'm going to get good at this shit. I was like 10, 10 years old. And um, I've always drawn, yeah. But there's been one thing that's always been hard for me is understanding the difference between when I'm able to get into drawing at my best and not being able to do that. 
There's an idea I've personally been thinking of when it comes to the drawing. What did like, you say? When I'm when I'm not able to draw at my best and when I am able to draw at my best. And it's that rhythm, innit? It's the same thing with like what we're focusing on right now is the sort of consistency of just every single day, no breaks, don't stop, just draw it. No matter how little you draw, make sure you're drawing something. And I think that breaks down for me, my biggest problem in my process, just create creatively is building the momentum, finding the tempo, you know, um, just the sort of intu the in the intuitive not the intuitive my intuition when i'm drawing you know what i mean or when i'm designing like i'm trying to focus on getting that to a place where i can actually put all the yeah, fundamentals like, in place i just want to quickly say to people like there's a difference in what we're doing right because we ain't just like drawing we're doing <laughs> studies <laughs> yeah 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 we're designing that's a good preface actually and we're creating um, and we're doing characters so um tyler and i learned animation so <laughs> like when we're talking about all three like we're trying to do all three at once which is it take it takes a lot it takes a lot of brain time and like when we're doing like because there's a difference when you're um tuning your mind to 30 second figure drawing and then doing a study and then doing an art and then doing um and then doing mm. a design piece and then doing oh. a structural piece They're like different those, worlds different those worlds. use t- different hand techniques yeah. everything so we are creating a clash so it's not just it's not just oh i want to be able to draw disney characters no this is like being the best analog or digital artists that we could possibly it, be with our stuff. It's star- the reason why people think drawing is God-given, right? Because when you see all the pieces it takes just to say you draw, that's why when people think, oh, you can draw, you draw that. But that person might only be able to draw faces <laughs> because that's all they've ever done. <laughs> Talk about oh, it. You draw, Talk about it, fam. Like, what have you practiced, bruv? And that's what I'm saying. It's like, my focus right now is building on the tempo and my speed and my ability to be able to like get my eyes and my hands working again. So, you know, that tempo exercises I've been, I, I sent you. Like, I'm just trying to get that to a point where my brain to my pencil is fast. You know what I mean? Where Bro. I can just go. You see, you yeah. see that site that you sent me, yeah? Like, I don't want the 30 minute ones, yeah? And um, bro... Like obviously, like I I've designed more in the past weeks and months than I have yeah, yeah. um done studies like or, that are on the site, yeah. But like I was like, by the fourth or fifth drawing, yep. I was feeling feeling my rhythm like That's the it, hand rhythm. I was like, oh shit, Bruv. and then my hands Bruv, start imagine, doing the automatic. Thing, imagine you can switch and you're that stuck, and then you, you stop. <laughs> Pardon. That's what I'm talking about. That it's that the, oh, because. Bro. I genuinely Bro, think, I swear to and God, I, yeah. I do honestly think, like everyone thinks when you're good at something, oh, it's loads of practice. It is that, yeah. But I think practicing the speed at which you do things creatively, because that idea transcends everything. I think that's the biggest problem with my beat making. I think it's been the problem with my story writing. I think it's the big problem with my drawing, creating in general. If you can switch that on when you want, no matter how bad you're doing that day, quick, you just get into the rhythm quick. 
You can switch it on. But sorry, I interrupted you. Yeah, no, it's like, like, cause when, because before, yeah, when I was writing, <laughs> there was a zone that I would switch into. So like, it would be like around like 60, 50 words. Like basically the way I draw is like, I have the main topic and the, like the main body in my head. And then I reverse engineer how I got to um, that body of text. And then I would try and conclude it and not taper it off because a lot of people mm -hmm. taper off their writing. But creating an actual conclusion is actually creating yeah, an yeah. understanding of what it's you just wrote yeah, yeah, yeah. in a small section. It. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So when it starts like, because when I was drawing faces the other day, yeah, which is like not what I do. Like, it's not what I've been doing recently. I've been doing perspective studies. I've been drawing buildings. I've been doing three-point perspective, two-point perspective, which is fun and like gravy when I'm doing product design and architecture and all of that stuff. But when I'm start doing like character and like, because I told you that I was doing figure drawing, right? Mm. But then when I started doing, <laughs> I remember, yeah, I was, when, when I was doing like the, uh, when I was doing the faces, I was drawing the circle and then I was doing the T thing. And I was like, wait, this drawing's gone already. I was like, okay, yeah, this shit's not going to work. Right? <laughs> I was like, this shit's not going to work. So then I was like, okay, where do I start? Where, where does the face actually start? What, what is the point of a face? What is the point of a face, right? What is my point of what? Well, I should say, what is my point of reference? And I was like, the nose. So you get the nose and then you put and then you land map that you map the nose in it. And then what's the distance between the nose and the eye? And then what's the distance between that eye and the other eye? And then now yeah. what's the distance between the other eye where That's the eye is looking do. and the mouth? And then now I've got a face. From every angle, from every angle you're able to see and to distinguish what um the face is doing by those landmarks. It doesn't matter what the cheekbones are doing. It's like when I like because I saw I saw like <laughs> you know like back in uni days, yeah, where like where they push you to create yeah. a style in it, and like you're like, but I'm just drawing. Like, what is your style? And then like I started seeing like the way that I curve the mouth. There's something in there, and then the way I exaggerate the proportions of the face and all of that stuff. And like I was just getting flashbacks in my mind of like. And my my hand was remembering like what my mind did back then, and like the way I the way I just mapped things out because when you're doing like yeah. thirty second studies, you're mapping out. You're just getting it? the idea of the the essence and of it. You have to draw as much. Yeah, you wanna you wanna the feeling the, the feeling of that what's thing. This? Yeah. yeah, you wanna create the feeling of the figure. You want the the essence, you know? I don't know. I don't know what word that, but it's poetic, isn't it? And I was just like, raw, this thing. And then I was like, hmm. And then I then I got to the f um, five and ten minutes. And I was like, damn, like, cause that was where like um, back when I was in uni, that's usually where I stopped. I never took more than five <laughs> minutes to draw an actual face. And then like I was like, okay, so this is my limit, isn't it? Like everything I want to do on a face, I can do within five minutes. So then now it's time to understand how much detail can I do in that five minutes? 
because it's not just about because i i don't know what it is yeah but i don't push past the five minute mark per drawing because i i don't know why i don't like it but in in my in my studies and my even in my anatomy studies i don't like staying on one drawing too long like that drawing can exist in its own space mm. and time within five minutes and like yeah it's it's always it's always been one of those things for me where it's like if i'm not doing like if i'm mapping then i'm mapping for five minutes if i'm shading then i'm shading for five minutes if i'm mm. detailing then i'm detailing for five minutes and it shouldn't you, okay so, so you've always kept personal, things like broken up um, but if you're spending maps. that time you've just focused on one particular thing yeah so like when i hold my pencil mm. it's like i'm holding it like this don't know whatever you can see the so i'm i'm creating with at the end of my pencil so every little line mm. has to mean something regardless it's not it's there's no there's no line that should be out of place and so where the way um you know like when you smile there's a crook in it so mm. you create an s curve like this like what for the like, lip for the top lip you mean look at my whiteboard like. <laughs> yeah yeah, oh, yeah like yeah. from your nose and it go, and then like you and all it so that is like we're, we're, we're within my art style like that sorry. is a line yeah it's calm sorry bro there's someone screaming yeah sorry continue so yeah like i can't just um create a line or shade in a certain particular place without it meaning something so like it's it's like a cross between um like who can i say i, d I don't know i don't know i don't know how to say it but it's like there's something in there and i know and i know what i'm doing now i just know what i'm doing I know, I know what I want when I when I see a face, when I know what I'm drawing, yeah, I, you know I can you approach it. Because it's yeah. funny, because that's I, I know that's what I do. When I, I know draw the head, obviously it. I do the lines. You know what I mean? I kind of map out those bits, but the bit I draw first, I do. I go for the nose. I go for this bit here, that connects that first connection that kind of gets the nose and the eyes in. You get what I mean? So oh, I see that's what here. you. Okay. So once I got that, that's when the contour. That's the first contour I get, because then I can block out the nose and then the eyeballs and the eyelids and stuff, and then I move into the lips. But then yeah. I like, I will block out the cheek bits. You see what? You see what my problem? Yeah. You see what my problem has always been? Yeah. It's always been the size and scale of a face, and like if I drew the actual head first then I'll never be able to fit in everything that I want within that space. So you I just can't need to find myself to those proportions. So I always start with the tip of the nose and I mm. see what the light is doing with the nose and then I draw the bridge down to the mouth Yeah. and then I'll go back up and I go like this. And then like, you see yeah. this crook like, like between yeah. the eyebrow and all of that stuff. And then I come into the eye and then like whatever the eye is doing, like whether it's like... um whether you got the eyelid coming over it and stuff and it's like this and like wh whatever facial expression is i can always seem to like just find the line within the eye because like when you're doing line art i should say because i've been drawing with pen so long i've always like 
or at least in my design aspects like yeah when i've been drawing with pen i've always been wary of once this line is made it's made so whenever i'm drawing with pencil there's no such thing as erasing so my eye now focuses yeah. on the particular line you gotta keep, that yeah, makes that's, the that's um, be, really. point of reference. The best most thing to expressive. do for that is just drawing pen. And then everything yeah. after that is shading, it's tone, it's depth, all of that stuff. And those things are done differently. But when you're mapping, well, in my particular referencing, when I map, it's from these points of references. It's from okay, when I'm doing the eye, there's a line that's meant to be there. And that line usually is just mm. a reference point for the shade. It's never, it's like the deepest, deepest reference point for the shade. No, I feel you. But yeah. Do you know, do you know what? Michael Hampton, that, look up Michael Hampton's, that course I told you about. The way he creates sort of design approaches for when you're, you're using anatomy or when you're um, doing studies and the way he conceptualizes each part of the anatomy, whether that be the muscles or the uh, the bone extremities. Um, he goes from everything, from the bone all the way to the musculature and and, and just uh, the skin, everything. But you got, you got to look at that shit because it's good. It's good, it's good. Like, let me, let me try to get up what I've been what i've been watching recently it's like you know like um damn the guy what's his what's his name oh man damn this guy from way back in the day that um figure drawings online oh my days what's his name um okay i'll find what i've been watching first but basically the um the guys in the the actual person yeah the people that i'm watching now are the ones that show professional sketchbooks so the the guy from oh, way Robinson. back in the um animation days he w yeah yeah he was doing hard. student sketchbooks he's very sick but but now i'm watching the professional sketchbooks so these graphic illustrators yeah sorry I'm, i've been watching a lot of videos these days so yeah like the guy from way back in the days he would um he would show his students yeah. sketchbooks and like the rhythm of the way that they drew and obviously like, yeah you can tell that so much has gone through what those students are doing but with these professionals it's like each each page is a purpose so you can tell like you can just tell the years behind every single drawing and how much how much somebody has decided mm. to draw no, 100%. basically let me see let me see if i could like right now yeah i'm using my open pages for ooh. yeah on the even Sorry even, even in the description of that this week but, i checked <laughs> the author of daily two books chris has about sketchbooks and go going over seven years of drawing every day without missing a single one deep that can you hear me bro that is literally meant to be the life like um yeah like art it, art is my craft art is my craft and i cannot be restrained 
I can't be restrained. Like having to thinking on a two D plane is such. It's like you have to do so many things to like create something. Say what? Say that again. On a two D plane, but when I when. When I look at the dioramas and like the yeah. sculptures that is fashion, like there's so many more things that go into that. Wait, let me see if I can find this guy, bruv. Because I actually want to share what I've been um what I've been researching. Share one uh, thing you've been researching though. Yeah, well, what, well yeah, no, what the I'm one main thing I've been looking at is the sort of the tempo stuff. Um have you heard of automatic drawing, right? It's that concept I was telling you about. It's it's just the idea of being building your intuition into your creativity. And it's an idea I actually want to look into more. And I think this is the first time I've had a solid idea that I want to actually research for myself. Like, you know, like as just an idea towards life and greatness in creativity. So... The idea of tempo, sorry, yeah, let me. Continue. Oh, someone was calling me. Who who the made tempo? Who made the, yeah, it was the, um, it was cynics. It was uh, cynics. Who's an artist? He's a concept artist, but he's like a tutor. He teaches drawing as well. Like he made, he's got a patron and all that. But I've been watching that guy since I was in uni, even in college. Um, Trust but me. yeah, he's he's got a video about tempo, and it's just techniques and and looking at tempo as a fundamental of drawing. But I think, and I'm and I'm trying to test it now, and it's something I want to delve into more. But I think it's applicable to every single art form. In creativity, like, ooh, yeah, yeah. I feel ooh, I, I, man's I doing you get a me. Like, I'm, okay, I'm genuinely okay. convinced. Tell I'm still more, developing it. There's a couple of studies I've seen on on the difference between on on um uh how intuition affects creativity and the difference there's the fucking talk about you see Tyler fam let me go let me guys tell you something about Tyler fam (laughs) (laughs) but no it's 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 the first time in a little while I've been really like sort of intrigued by an idea because I think it's something that I've personally been just struggling with for the longest fucking time and I've never really understood it. And I think it's actually one of the core differences between what people view as talent and what hard work actually does and contributes to talent. It's the reason why Michael Jordan looks so effortless. He's genetically, um, he's genetically um, like superior. He's, he's genetically dis- uh, predisposed to play basketball. He's tall as fuck. He's athletic, you know what I mean? He's strong, he's fast, he's nimble. But the biggest thing is his ability to switch into his tempo. The thing that won him all those games last minute is his ability to stay present and to be able to have an intuitive like, sense of, of how to be slow, be fast, you know what I mean? Play at his own tempo, have control of that. That's how you win. And I think that's when people look at what you do. And I don't think it's like a conscious thing. It's something you build. It's like a muscle memory. But there's, I think there's specific things you can do to build that. But that's what I want to look into more of that as a concept just throughout creativity and and 
looking at that as a fundamental thing because it's an interesting thing he said in that cynic video is that it's a fundamental and in another video i saw he was talking about jack kirby you know jack kirby the comic book artist right he was saying this is the one thing that i've seen all uh, mobius as well mobius as well does this it's the one thing that i've seen all, uh, all the greatest artists have in common whether they know about it from each other or not is that they have a practice of honing their intuition on the page he said jack kirby he would sit behind his shoulder he would not he would put the pen on paper within an hour or whatever or however length of time he would not stop drawing until that whole thing without any guidelines without anything like that he would draw that whole thing just in one page he has it in his mind it goes on the paper it's that intuition it's that seamlessness and the what the practice that they have with it listen the practice oh, that they have oh with it yeah, is they are deliberately honing their intuition what it what it is do yeah, you God. yeah question do you ever just see on the page yeah. what you saw on that yeah. picture yep like in your mind you're like yeah this line is gonna yep. go here mm -hmm. and then you just draw that line like this is the thing this is the thing i remember in uni yeah well not even just uni like college everything confidence yep. confidence in your lines like this is this is the this is one of those main reasons why you draw and pen in it that confidence in like creating whatever line yeah. you see fit I'm making sure, like, from line weight, line thickness, curvature, everything, you practice so that you can make sure every time you decide to put a pen to paper, you are confident in whatever you're creating. And, so, and there's something else that happens. My imagination, personally, it looks at the paper and it actually draws that it premeditates the line mm -hmm. it's it shows me exactly what i'm supposed to do on the paper and i'm like okay and that and then in that moment is where your whole skill and practice yep. up until that day comes in so you've been practicing for for this moment until every single figure drawing that you've been doing so basically what happened to my mind yeah it's like it has it on the page and then i just go over it and it's like then it's done then that line is done it's like i look up again and i pull it down on the paper and it's mapped and it's like okay so what is the reference point what is the negative space from this point to this point and then it, then it's done no but yeah no, no 100 because the way i see it and this is how i'm starting to see it and this is where i'm idea it is kind of a thesis yeah because I see that intuition. It's it's like you've got the fundamentals of whatever craft you've got is, yeah? I see that tempo, that intuition as a pillar that is across, is a pillar of art in a sense because it's the filter in which the fundamentals go through. And however strong that filter is, yeah, that's how well you're able to channel the other fundamentals. You get what I mean? Because... If you're there drawing or creating, it's it's like you can learn all these things, but at the end of the day, there's there's a part from your mind that you're learning. Even the other things that you've practiced, yeah, the better you're able to get that from your brain into 
uh, onto the paper, the better you're able to depict exactly what's in your mind because you've got freedom of control over those things that yeah. you've been practicing. You know what I mean? They're not just separate, uh, separate yeah. uh, things anymore. Yeah, you you strengthen mm. the neural connectors from your brain to your hand. Uh, like, like, well, I've technically no, got carpal tunnel in it. I like my wrist is always like is somewhat weak. However, <laughs> no matter what, if I like if I don't move my wrist or not nothing like that, I can just hold a paper and I can draw mm. from my shoulder and my elbow. So I'm not. I'm not like affecting whatever my hand, like my hand cramping is going to do in it. But I, I fervently believe every single figure yeah. drawing you've done up until that day is supposed to help you make the next one. Like, just like um in other design, um, design things, mm-hmm. you have rapid prototyping. Like that speed that you use, that intuition, that confidence, all of those things, all of those anatomy studies and shading, even if you are going to do a doodle, everything up until that day should be able to help you do that doodle. And yeah, you just got to strengthen that ne- those neural connectors in it because basically, <laughs> basically, that is all that matters when you decide to draw. Like, when you make the decision, like, I don't know how strong people's imaginations are. So that is something that is not, like, um, mm. it's not quantifiable. But everything up that you've done up until that well, day Well, it's what I think people see as talent, is intuition. And I think some people have better intuition than others. Some people have it just... It's just like everyone, you know? It's like some people are smarter than others, some people aren't as smart as others. But it's still something you can practice. And... The funny thing about it is, like with me, it's like, do you know when you see people are saying like, oh, the the finished drawing isn't as good as the sketch? I think, yeah, although you can say that's that's bound to happen or that's just a natural part of like trying to refine something that was once free and loose, I think it's possible to carry that intuition through each stage of the process. And I think that's what Michael Jordan does. He's not just good at this or just good at that or just good at this. He's ra- well-rounded himself because he keeps that intuition through all of his process. And I think the same applies to, to your art forms. Like, how are you able to model that intuition across the whole span of all your fundamentals? How are you able to transport uh, that intuition and, and just let it come to you? Because that's how everything feels free, loose, and that energetic. And that's when, especially with art specifically, you get that feeling of, yo, this is next level. Or, yo, I feel this shit. Because it is. It's intuition. You know what I mean? It's not necessarily constructed. Yeah, yeah. you see the sketchbook series that I was talking about, yeah? It's basically called The Trojan, Trojan Horse okay. Was a Unicorn. And the first sketchbook series I watched was Gregory Manchez, in it? It's got 100k views, but there's other ones with 2.8 million views. Yeah. Kim Jong-gi's got like um, 915,000 views and like Carl Kopolsky. And Carl these Kopolsky, are all professionals yeah. in it. 
And oh. so all of these professional sketchbooks that you're yeah, able yeah. to look into, I just subscribe to them so I never lose it ever again. But yeah, I like I am enjoying like a lot those oh, like because no matter what you can just tell yeah. how much practice has gone into those little like the sketchbooks are portals into who that person was at a particular time yeah it's interesting isn't it like when i was a kid i was i was i was so different than i am now but the difference between when i was a kid and who i am now is that my purpose is so intrinsically linked into mm. why I'm doing what I'm doing. <laughs> and that's the only thing I can say. Like, I was just working to be the best when I was a kid because yeah, I just yeah. wanted to be better than other people. But now I'm working to be the best to make sure that I am part of the vision that I see in the future. I am helping myself today be the person that I need to be in the future. Because what I've noticed is that um, you got to be ready for everything in the time that it comes. So when I say, um, will you be able to see or will you be able to enact even? Because seeing greatness is one thing. Yeah. But enacting on it and being able to help it grow and like, nurturing it is a totally different thing so once you see greatness can you be a part of the journey that the greatness has showed you and this is the point like when you have a craft you can help in any way possible like my like my voice now has become so because of this podcast it's become so uh so in tuned with whatever I want to say in like mm -hmm. the short period of time that we were going to say so that I'm able to say whatever I want to say as fast as possible using the right words and just like that I want to be able to use my craft because I love speaking and I love talking however there's just something different about when you're able to create like words can affect Mm. but art can create art can move in a different way than mm. uh, any speech could and i want to be able to use Maximum. both of them yeah. to yeah exactly actually yeah. move the culture forward like that is that is what i'm i'm ready to do like before when i was a kid i like the shit that i used to say back in the day is just dumb fam i wasn't like i was lo i was low key just like an art brain i was just that was it all i cared about was art there wasn't a there wasn't a care i had in the world that was outside of art up until like 2012 <laughs> 2013 in it yeah and then i started caring about different things but i wasn't able to speak oh, about okay. them properly and now when you start speak about them in the way that i want to speak about them that's however you started researching and... exactly I started researching all of these art forms, all of this, all of that, and like deciding what I wanted to do and all of that. But I say, you know what the funny thing is, yeah? And maybe this is me impressing onto you what I think you should do. <laughs> which, is, which it is. So I can say that. However, 
going to school and creating that masters and getting the masters so that you could get the books to make your thesis mm. in a way would be a great thing so you can actually work on that part particularly because now you have a purpose for even yeah. seeing the inside of a school's library yeah no but yeah, yeah that's anyways but that's a lot of money Whew. we're in a different time I think it yeah. is whatever it if, is whatever you make of it. However, I think what you what you said in the fortieth minute was like super duper important, and I want to see that grow into something better. But just like what you were saying there, it's like there's something that um, happens when we draw, and it gives us something different. Like we can talk and we can um, write or make beats mm-hmm. and stuff like that. That is one thing, right? But when we draw, it's there's just that interconnectivity yeah. it's to the, portal. the it's other the portal. world that yeah that speaking and thinking doesn't do, fam. It's the yeah, and like yeah, I and like I said to you, I, I like I don't want to stop drawing again. I don't want there to be like months or weeks or like years where like my drawing is my drawing like ceases. I don't want there to be a week where I didn't draw yeah. for at least like five hours or something. Yeah. Like I, I really, I really want to be in touch with that pool. I want to be able mm-hmm. to reach into there whenever, like the mm-hmm. feeling um, calls me in it. Because like, yeah, I love talking on all of that stuff, but sometimes <laughs> you just run out of breath, bro. <laughs> <laughs> sometimes yeah like really and truly like sometimes words aren't enough like what's going on in this world yeah there's just some words that one i can't say like some shit that i think is just way too radical Mm. but i can paint them i'm sure i can do that i can paint like my feelings like are so connected to the way that i am and the what I do, so the craft that I have, that I'm able to communicate the two however I feel like. And all of these studies and design stuff that we're doing, it's, yeah, it has a purpose to it. Oh my days, these wires are just so annoying for <laughs> Oh my God. But yeah, I, I don't want, but but, that, but the point of that um, whole speech was, I don't want to stop drawing again. It means too much to me. Uh, the Trojan horse was a unicorn, though. You man see that. You want to speak about music now? or Sorry, what, what the connection do? went mad. Sorry. What did you say? We can. I said, do you want to yeah, speak about yeah. music now? That was or interesting. Uh, we can speak about music. <sighs> we can. Okay, I, I listened to Freddie Gibbs' album. I saw you yeah. post some tunes about it anyway. But yeah. I didn't pull in the group chat, obviously. Because it Today. literally just came out like oh, okay. two days ago. I'm, I forgot this is not Saturday. <laughs> but that is the only album that like I feel is what I should be listening to right now. That new Freddie Alfredo. It's the only album that's just like. Dope, dope. Yeah, man. 
But yeah, um, you yeah. put in the GC Grey in it. I wanna, I wanna first say. Actually, I can't be fucked with like mm-hmm. just average music right now. I actually can't be fucked. Like I, <laughs> I know I'm I an arsehole fan. Arsehole I know I'm an arsehole, but this is the other thing. I just I I can't be bothered with things that aren't great. So please excuse me. Um, but yeah, you put in grey. Yes. Yeah, I don't I don't want to listen to things without meaning no more. But yeah, you put in the GC um, grey. Why did you put that there? I thought as a piece. It was quite interesting because just as music, um, as music, musically, it, um, I think it was just really well crafted um, for especially his style. It wasn't exactly what mm. I was expecting because I've heard some of his other stuff and it's quite, it is similar. It's not that it's wildly or radically different. Um, but I think in all the respects that it was trying to put across where the idea of the album is that he lives in the in the middle of things right and who he is is made up of multi a, a plethora of things multiple things and it's him doing that unapologetically especially as an artist and um i just think s- the thing that was so impressive about it was that it was largely self-produced, largely self-written. And even though it wasn't something I'd say, it wasn't like, oh my gosh, I wasn't completely blown away. I just thought it was, I thought it was a pretty class album. Creatively. But what are your thoughts? I wanted to get your thoughts. Yeah. What I can say is that that shit, that shit, whenever I really? listen to it, it changed my mood. Like my mood, like yeah, I was I I like there's certain music where like I don't know what it is whether it's the frequency or not or whatnot, but like I am not ready <laughs> for the mood that that yeah, music yeah, puts yeah. me in. Sometimes, like mm-hmm. Lana Del Rey does that. Um, Ed Sheeran does that. Who else does that? Um, there's just a gang of people that just. Yeah, put you in that. Put yeah, yeah, yeah. Put you in them. Yeah, he's good. He's really, and really that's good. what great. I've seen his name bopping around a little while. His other stuff, I didn't really like latch onto per se, but I thought uh, I'll rate him. Let me listen to it and just all the instrumentation, everything. It's just it just balanced on the right sort of blend of everything for me. It just told just enough story. It told just enough. It had just enough right instrumentation, just enough right mood. His vocals grated on me a little bit sometimes, but. It didn't take away from the experience for me because everything else was so good. And it was t- when his voice was good, it was great. And the songwriting was just sick. Unbelievable. So the fact that he wrote and produced the majority, about 70 to 80% of that, is just, yeah, it's pretty damn wild. It's really good. That's the whole thing. Like, what, what music are you What music really am waiting I waiting for? for? Obviously, Kendrick. Kendrick oh, oh yeah he? Lucky Day put Damn. out his deluxe by the way he's got this version of um of Rossum oh does he he's got let me even share it with you fam 
He's it's a it's a completely different version. Fam. What just just is it is it live or is it like reco- recorded somewhere specific? I okay. just want you to listen to it. <laughs> I ain't gonna okay, tell your vowel right now, man. But yeah, um, honestly, there should have been a summer tune, but um, with COVID and everything that's happening now, I'm not trying to catch COVID, so um, I can't leave the house. Um, but I'm in the craft mood, isn't it? I'm in the formula. Like, to be honest, I was quite upset the past week, month. Like, for obviously in different reasons and different in different ways. But like, up until last week, or was it Tuesday, Wednesday? I was upset because of. Uh, the way i was drawing it was completely mm-hmm. different to the way i'm drawing now and i know that's funny because it's not even been a week since i was drawing like that however i was like damn i really mm. want to make In my portfolio mood. i really want to make would you say you're ready to portfolio. start doing that now huh yeah no <laughs> which is why i was upset and i was like yeah i still got six months though this is the thing I can like I can start my portfolio in September and it'll be really really good but I also gotta write as well and I also gotta make YouTube videos because people want to actually hear from me when it comes to fashion and stuff and it's annoying because like I've got all of these things that I want to do and a lot of them (laughs) to me right now are just pointless yeah I'm not gonna lie to you a lot of them are mad pointless so I need music to match my mood. Like that's where music usually comes in to like just change the frequency of the people that are in the in that atmosphere or region. I need I need I need new Kendrick. I need new Pusha T and I need um Rick Ross to put that nail in the coffin. I need Honestly, new Jay Z. It's why it's I wanna why know what Jay Z's got to say about all of this stuff. In a sense. Like art is why hmm? I believe in God. Not necessarily in a, in a religious sense. Like, but it is. It, art, who, is why I believe in God. Yeah. Right? Because when we just think of everything physically, yeah, that's when we get trapped in to the senses. You know what I mean? Like, we get trapped into the booty shaking. Yeah. And, uh, and the good times and everything's lit and everything's this and everything's that. When it comes down to it, there's real pain and anguish that's going on that's getting clouded by essentially just being a consumer, really, and making yourself feel good and like numbing and all of that. Where there's there's some real exploration to do. And the reason why what you're saying is important is not just because, oh, it suits the mood, but there's a level of exploration into these things that are causing the pain. There's a level of, like, figuring it out, sending a message and connecting the dots, not just in your own mind, but between all the people that that issue affects. That's why it's so important now. And it's like a time like this that we're in now. And like you're saying, I think this is only just the beginning. I think we're really going to see... This, this is going to be our era of where 
so I I do think some truly truly great things are going to come out in the next in the next five years. I do agree with you, and I've always agreed with you on that. To be fair, but it's going to be interesting to see how this evolves because six nine thought everything was going to be lit, right? This is a prime example. This guy six nine thought everyone thinks going to be lit. If this escalates further and this pushes further, anything he's got to say is not going to matter. No one's going to care about what he's got to say. People like that will instantly become irrelevant. Well, I say instantly, but I, that's how I hope it would be. That's the way I see it going. Because you don't, you don't need. No one's trying to yeah, hear man, like, that. No one's trying to hear that shit right now. I see so many people that are just tone no, deaf and like. Sorry to cut you off, but it's like. Wait, let me get you. There's all this shit happening, right? And like. There's just there's just people that are just living in different worlds and different lives. Like I don't know how people can be at the beach or just drink having drink ups while people are fighting for the it's right okay. to be viewed as human. I don't I don't I don't know how anybody can like like you and me are in the same way where it's like mm. if we're in bad moods there's no, there's no alcohol involved. Oh, yeah, there's nothing like yeah. that is only gonna amplify the terrible mood that we're in. Can't smoke, can't drink, can't do nothing. Like, not, like everything is off the table. <laughs> like the mood is the mood now. <laughs> like the mood is the mood now. And obviously, we're learning to um, appreciate. Uh, how do I put this? We're learning to appreciate our skills within that mood. So soon it will be a point of reference where we're able to create an art piece or a sentiment within the feeling that we are at. And then that will be that. But right now it's like, bro, I'm, I'm really not. Like, as much as I love like being able to point out the new great artists that's like oh this is the new lit song and this is that and then that is that it's like okay the mood of the the mood the atmosphere has changed it's it's switched up your tunes and and as and i said lucky day's got a new song that's really really it's that rosa more tune is really good but that is not the song that we that we need right now. I need I need new Kendrick, bro. I need new Kendrick. I I need for my personal soul and spirit. I need someone to say what I'm mm-hmm. feeling better than <laughs> I can say it myself. That's it. That's it, isn't it? That's it. And that's what makes someone great. It is. Yeah. It's it's making someone. It's describing something in a way where someone can't say it themselves. It's exactly like, that. It is exactly that. Like I can, I can, oh, bro, I can say a lot of things. I can talk and all of this stuff, and like <laughs> out be- behind all of this smile and the jovial nature of my being, regardless of like regardless of how deep I'm talking, like there's even just mm. it's just the pain that's just the underlying system <laughs> and schema of this entire space where it's like, yo. I know what's lit right now. Like this, the Freddie Gibbs song, Scotty Beam, 
That shit is lit. I needed to listen to that in this time right now. I, I need 10 more of those. I need 10 more of those. But yeah, and the one with Tyler the Creator, that shit is lit as well. Um, it's the vibe. But yeah, when like we're talking about music and we're talking about feeling, we're talking about art and everything that we are when it comes to greatness, it's like, mm. you've got to be ready for all moods. You've got to be ready for all moods. Your skill needs to be able to tr- transcend more than one mood or mm. else you're not really an artist to me. There is there is time for money making, yes. But the time switches and there's time to work hard and you need to be able to exemplify that mood as well. And there's time to transmit what the people are thinking. And the, and there and yeah, there Jay's comes a time for that mood as talk. well. You already know. You already know Jay's Jay's got the pen right now. Pardon? You already know. Yeah, fam. I need that. <laughs> And I I, lo- I love all of the lit so- like I love Tion Wayne's new tune, yeah, yeah. but that's not the shit that I'm trying to hear right now, fam. I'm not I am not trying to hear your party stuff. I fu- I am fully not for it. I don't care. <laughs> Yo, man, don't care about all that. That's not that is not my mood. This is the I'm funny probably, thing. Though, I'm not in anybody's mood, tone, fam. Though. It's a tone because. When you're seeing certain people post tunes, it just feels wrong. And there's probably these people that have got a backlog. Their whole marketing plan was set for the year, yeah? Even with Corona, it was like, it's all right. We'll, we still got all the party tunes because when everyone comes out, it's what people aren't going to want to hear. So it's fine. But now this has happened, it turns different. I think if you're releasing a tune like that, I think people... Yeah, man. There's still going to be those people that are bumping into it. I think there's a large majority of people are still going to be like, yeah, yeah, yeah. But I think in the long run, it's not going to look good. Bro, it's all your gonna, shit is yeah, scrapped. I promise. Like, I want, I, like, all I want is my family yeah. and friends to be safe. And that is my mood right now. I want my family and friends to be safe. And I just want to, and I'm ready to just create great works. That is it, fam. Mm. I wish I could be out marching, but listen, <laughs> I've got a medical condition. Like, no matter what, yeah, even if I'm outside, just know that I'm doing it with 10 times more risk than anybody else that's doing it outside. Maybe even 20 times. Because there's corona and then there's my medical condition if something goes south when, if people start writing and shit like that. So, I can only do what I can do in the moment that I can do it. This is the time where it's like, yo, fuck mm-hmm. Jordan Peterson, fuck Gary V, fuck all them man there, fam. <laughs> like, yo, all your shit means nothing, bruv. Every, every, every iota that you have espoused to the people like all all of that brain matter that you have used to create these schemas that don't that don't actually like take into point yeah. or reference what we're living right now it's scrapped it's gr- every like nothing you have said up until this point since you have been active can say anything or has any has like any point of like it's not it doesn't it just doesn't matter fam 
nothing they have said yeah. can matter in this moment right now. They have not said one thing that could even help in this moment. At all, fam. At all. They have not, like, and I've listened, like, it's just the thing about when I, when I say fuck somebody, that's because I've listened to everything that they've said a lot. I'm like, hmm. And I've pondered on what they've said. And I was like, okay. Oh, fully. Like, fuck Grant Cardone. Duh, like, honestly. That, guy. Like, like, that all guy's of those, been done. That guy's been like, every, over. Every this single, guy's... like, every... <laughs> Yeah, like, fuck, uh, who's, oh. who's the other guy? Fuck Ty Lopez, fam. Nothing any of these men have said can ever, like, <laughs> match up to what the situation is right now, fam. That can probably help the other mm. side, but not this side right now. But yeah, like, <laughs> if you... <laughs> di- like, nobody even deeps, like, what my actual feelings are because of that. Well, I'm pretty sure people deep it, but like you can't deep it from just what I'm saying right now, innit? Like what I'm thinking what I'm feeling I should say is is deep. Like it gets it gets super deep in it. But on a genuine basis it's like Art is the only way that I can transmit my feelings. Art art has always like whatever I've penned has always been able to speak louder than anything that I have ever done. Even when I'm speaking, it's like, yo, you're getting me off the cuff. No script, no filter. But then when I put that pen to paper and I start writing, like, when I start writing either a script or or an essay, that shit is a different level, bro. That shit is a different... It's way... Everything that I've penned is mm. way better than anything that I've actually said. And yeah, there's some times of glory where it's like, oh shit, yeah, I said that shit. But it's nothing compared mm. to the, the way that I just use my words. And then drawing as well, it's like, yeah, it's just, it's just, it's, I need music, I need art, I need photography to represent everything that I've, I've been saying. Like the photography that I yeah. um, posted on my page. Mm says something about the moment that we're living in today 2020 is a crazy and that's the point 2020 that 2020 is crazy fam everything burning everything burning fam and this is the problem it's like people haven't spoke to moments like this because people want to pretend like we're past moments like this this happened 10 years ago you know what we're living now happened 10 years ago. This isn't new. We were adults when that happened back then. We were adults in uni when the London riots were happening. So, like, we can't move and pretend like, yo, this shit is Gucci. Anyways. <laughs> it's about to go. It's about to go all the way. I'm, e- yeah. I- I'm even filtering. Yeah, I'm, I'm even filtering myself. This is the thing. You don't even understand how much I'm filtering myself. Oh, mad. But yeah, bro. <laughs> Before anybody wants to get me done for, for what I'm saying, bro. Next one. But yeah, bro. It gets deep. It's deep. It gets, it gets, it gets deep, deeper. It read between the lines, bro. Um, Actually, don't read between the lines. <laughs> Everything I said about me. Um, anyways, is there anything yeah, else? Is there anything else? 
To be honest, all the stuff that's on my brain, that was that. Nah, fuck it. Have you got any other topics? All right, fam. See you, man, next week. Stay mm -hmm. safe. Don't catch corona. Be wavy. Protest. Create great art. And don't just create... <clears throat> don't just create a new graphic of George Floyd. I've seen too many graphics of George Floyd. Express your actual feelings in the moment. Don't just get make a graphic for retweets. Make a graphic for a sentiment that actually expresses the feeling of the moment. But if you're not feeling the moment, yo, I can't I don't know what to say for you, bro. Anyways. I don't know what to say. I don't know what to say for you. Maybe maybe this isn't for you, bro. I don't think this is for you. Nothing else to say, bro. Anyways, man. This has been episode 48 of the Culture Karate Podcast. We are literally almost at a year of this. Damn. Look at how this year has transformed us. So mad. Anyways. Peace, blessings, salutations. I have been Damadich the Big Peach. <laughs> Renaissance Deach. <laughs> Repping it <laughs> Repping the game with Tiverius Lax error Production needs Sweet Tempo Please versus Sony Just for the culture of karate podcast man Shit fuck out of here